This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. As you know, we talk a lot about substrates around here, and not just about sand and gravel, as we've discussed repeatedly. I'm into a lot of different things. And and here's the thing uh, that I want to talk about today. I'm almost 100% certain that you can use all sorts of materials to create functional and useful substrates for your aquariums. We've known this. I've done this for many years with great success, as many of you have. And let's talk about this in the context of long-term management. Long-term management of our botanical-style aquariums has evolved along with the mindsets with which accompany them. And there's a new mindset, or not a new mindset, but a mindset I want you to think about. It extends to how we treat our existing aquarium when we remodel or redo it. A lot of you want to redo your tanks and come up with new ideas and so forth. And I'd like to think that a lot of you, you know, you're taking the wood out and plants or rocks, whatever you're using, maybe botanicals, but I hope you're not pulling apart the leaves and the substrate and, and all that stuff down there, especially not the substrate. And I'll tell you why. I think we need to stop ditching our old substrates when we iterate our tanks, when we do new ideas. I know the idea of leaving the substrate and the leaf litter and botanicals all intact as you remodel isn't exactly a crazy one. Um, and conceptually, it sort of replicates what occurs in nature, right? Yeah, think about it for a second. As we almost constantly discuss here, habitats like flooded forests, meadows, vernal pools, agarape, swollen streams, all those kind of things tend to encompass uh, terrestrial habitats or, or go through phases where there are terrestrial habitats for a good part of the year, or at the very least, the water level is real low. In these wild habitats, the leaves, the branches, the soils, and the other botanical materials remain in place or are added to by dynamic seasonal processes like wind and rain and so forth. For the most part, the soil, the branches, and a fair amount of the more durable seed pods and such remain present during both dry and wet phases or shallow and, you know, more deep water phases. Now, beyond simply replicating these inundation and dry season cycles, you know, that urban agapo thing we talk about all the time, think about how materials, including detritus, accumulate in the substrate and what the impact of removing this stuff from your aquarium as you continue is. When you remove much of the hardscape and plants from your aquarium as you evolve into something else, yet leave the substrate intact, you're essentially mimicking this process in a very realistic way, aren't you? Sure, a makeover of an aquarium can be a seriously disruptive event. On the other hand, if you take the mindset that this is sort of a transformation of sorts and act accordingly, it becomes more of an evolutionary process. Leaving in existing botanical substrate materials along with the decomposing leaves and bark and sediment and all that stuff and the detritus and the accompanying biosha just makes a lot of sense to me. And it should. I mean, if you're not sold on the benefits of that, you know, that the biological continuity of leaving your old substrate intact brain, you could at the very least embrace the idea that decomposing leaves and such comprise a sort of aquatic mulch that maybe will help grow plants or continue to you know, provide growth for microorganisms and such. Now, mulch by definitions is is material such as decaying leaves, bark, or compost spread around or over a plant to enrich or insulate the soil. Kind of makes sense, right? What works in the garden likely works in the aquarium in the context of substrate enrichment, doesn't it? 
I think that the possibility of utilizing botanicals along with specialized substrates as a means to grow plants and enrich the overall aquarium ecosystem on many levels has been simply too irresistible for many of you, and you've embarked on many planted tank experiments, and they work really well. We've talked about it many times before. Botanicals are a sort of substrate in and of themselves, and that's something that's quite interesting. And we've talked about this almost constantly, again, for years, because it's so important and so transformational and so fundamental to what we do. And here's the other thing. These substrates, they're alive. The idea of considering the substrate of your aquarium a living, breathing organism makes you take a whole different mindset. I mean, would you essentially kill an entire ecological niche within your tank simply because you want a do-over on the hardscape and the plants or some other part of the theme? Not if you look at it like that. Now, just because you were doing a South American-inspired tank and now you're going African, the water parameters are tended to be basically the same, you know, soft and acidic or whatever. What's the point in decimating an entire functioning substrate in the process? There, there is none. That's not progress. That's a huge setback. The typical justification, justification for this, of course, of ditching the old substrate during a tank remodel is that you want to get rid of all the detritus and nutrients that's accumulated in the substrate. Like, wait a minute. If we really look at this objectively, as we've talked about to the point you're probably sick of hearing it, detritus plays a very important role in our systems. It not only provides a physical place for positive biological activity, which supports the overall function of the aquarium, it fuels it. Yeah, with our embrace of detritus or mom as a source of fuel for creating an active biological system within the confines of our aquarium, I think that the idea of an enriched substrate will become just an integral part of the overall ecosystems that we create, if it hasn't already, and it should. Considering the substrate as both an aesthetic and a functional component, even in a non-planted aquarium, opens up a whole new area of aquarium exploration. I envision that the future of just even mainstream aquarium practice may include creating this type of substrate as simply part of what we do. Adding a mix of maybe botanical materials, live bacterial and small organism cultures, maybe even some detritus from healthy aquariums may become how we establish systems. It's not that crazy. We do similar things like this all the time in the reef aquarium world. And I know some plant and tank hobbyists that do similar things. Leaving the existing materials alone and building upon them will be one way. These ideas are really cool. They're, again, not radical departures. They're somewhat familiar to us, but for some reason they haven't caught on. I think because we haven't looked at it this way. They're cool because they force us to look at nature in a different way. They're cool because they make us consider not only the appearance, but wait for it, the function of the natural habitats that we're so fascinated by and the aquariums which we develop to replicate them. So it's okay to let things pile up on the substrates now and again, right? I think so. That's today's simple but really important and hopefully profound thought for your future of your aquarium hobby. Stay curious, stay brave, stay motivated, stay excited, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks for spending part of your day with me and indulging my thought processes. I want to hear about yours. Stay wet, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.